0: you've just entered the the law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. If you've come for actual legal advice, you need to turn right around, honey. You need to get out of here. Because you ain't going to get none of that. They quibble, and they squabble, and they bicker. But if you want to hear meaningless opinions, this is the right place. They got plenty of that. Stuff that makes no sense at all. They go off on tangents. It's crazy talk. If that's your thing, keep listening. They'll keep talking. Welcome to the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. We have made it to August 5th, 2020. We are here with Brendan, Greg, and Matt as your uh, fake lawyers to introduce, uh, to be introduced to our brand new client, Sexy Zombies and Their Lovers. And Greg kind of falls a little bit into the lovers category. So um, he considers himself to be a zombieologist. So Greg, why don't you start us off? Tell us about, what does this mean? Sexy zombies. They're lovers. Your life. and It doesn't really mean a dead lot. Dead bodies, right?
1: Greg. And, and let's just clarify. And am not just to uh, refer to myself as a zombieologist. I have many degrees for many universities. <laughs> I've I guest lectured oh. at Miskatonic University. Many universities across the country and the world Give lectures on this topic.
0: To Bob the Subgenius uh, Lecture Hall. Yes. They okay. love me over there.
1: But uh, we take that title just because uh, People, sex sells apparently but really i've been a zombie lover or i should say a zombie fear is that a word feared? someone who's a feared so someone who's a feared, feared? zombie feared? ever since i saw my first zombie movie in a church i saw the living dead when i was 10
0: in a church
1: and i was been terrified of zombies ever Wait a since. second.
0: You saw feared, the feared, Night of the feared, Living Dead in a is,
1: church? is
2: a word in Florida. In a church. Was, you were feared of zombies. Just <laughs> feared. I was a feared. But, yeah, I mean, my, what kind yeah, of church was, was a, this?
1: Well, I was, was a Catholic, but my moves. friend was Protestant. And I guess Protestant people are more uh, prone to hucksterism. This guy was such a charlatan. On Halloween, he had a print of Night of the Living Dead. He'd go to churches as like a nice, safe, Halloween thing for kids to do so they wouldn't run around getting a mischief and the way he would sell it was give a little lecture at the end using it as a parable for Christianity basically saying see in this movie the zombies were non-believers and the humans were believers it was such bullshit so So many kids were crying at the first 10 minutes and parents had to take their kids out because they expected hey this is church approved I oh guess this movie's goodness. okay. It's not kid approved or church approved. That movie's
2: really fucking scary, even when you're uh, older. Yeah, no kidding. I, I think it's actually completely appropriate because Jesus was a zombie. Yes, the first. He oh, was like the beginning. Not in the our, beginning, yeah. later, in the beginning later. But, later. but he became one. Yeah. He yeah. became a zombie, and that was sort of what drove his stardom. I think that that Christianity are really a part of the client here they're really zombie lovers
0: but he was kind of like the opposite he was self-aware and he was also encouraging people to eat his flesh not the other way around
2: okay so uh, he had he had some kind of weird zombie gender <laughs> fetish thing going on but whatever he identified. I mean, is it well he would
0: be more like the uh, the yiddish daybook, which is uh, essentially a spirit that comes back to life that um doesn't necessarily haunt but has some kind of purpose usually it's more of a nefarious purpose though than um what jesus's plan was which is to get people to you know come to heaven Um, is that like the babadook um no no the the the, uh, actually i've been doing some reading i was reading recently on the Jenganger, which is a scandinavian term for a revenant which is a spirit or ghost but prior to that i was reading on the day book which i will uh so it's essentially, it's a malicious possessing spirit believed to be dislo- the dislocated soul of a dead person. It's supposed to leave the host body once it has accomplished its goal, sometimes after being helped. So that's uh, from Yiddish, Jewish mythology. So that's that thing, uh, like in lots of mythology,
1: we've had ghosts and stuff. You know, it's a common thing in yeah. many cultures. But, uh, you know, the zombie, which, you know, was a like a, kind of a centuries-old thing from the Caribbean, from Haiti, uh, Brought over from Africa, but uh-huh. during the slave times, it seemed to really get traction. But they were always uh, basically just slaves, mindless slaves of a master. They didn't go around eating people. They didn't replicate. Well, uh, I think they were, a zombie. Weren't they? They were
0: controlled d- by somebody, like the yeah. voodoo doctor or whatever. Yeah, was. the guy
1: who turned them into a, zo- a zombie. So he could have made them, them eat
0: people if he wanted to. He
1: could have, yeah. yeah. He could have. But there was something about George Romero in 1968 came up with a whole new myth for zombies. That made them so much more terrifying, and there's so many more factors why. Definitely the replication, because that leads to end-of-the-world apocalyptic shit.
2: Now, what I was reading about, though, is that the world.
1: he wasn't really
0: looking at them as zombies. He was looking at them more as ghouls, and kind of yeah. based upon the book I Am Legend from Richard Matheson, which is really more of a story about people turning into vampires and uh, living on. So it's like this whole undead Theology that's out there in terms of what people believe and where it goes from there. But I think that the nature of the whole zombie culture is it's all very fluid in terms of what they become. So I know you have a big disagreement with um, the interest of zombies being slaves turned into that from, from voodoo, because now you feel that... They're kind of boring. I suppose, but it's the They're history of it, right? Well, yeah, 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 a lot of things don't start off necessarily as scary and they get scarier along yeah, the way. Yeah. But you know things are changing along the way. But I still find it interesting that the word zombie got associated with Romero's work in Night of *The Living Dead*, considering he didn't even call them zombies. He called them no, right? And so, but I'm they wondering- were though.
1: He didn't call them that, but they they were dead. They go a ghoul could be you or me who just likes to. Dead people. That's a ghoul, a human, a live right. creature. They're ghouls, not zombies. But zombies the zombies those, were zombies were dead though. In George Romero's first movie, like you had yeah, to shoot they, them they in returned... the brain.
2: Is it? You, is you it really? They could chop their
1: arms off. they still be coming at you. They were. They weren't just human anymore. They were some monster, new kind of monster that you could only well, kill them. Well, by the, the, stopping the their Haitian, blade.
0: the Haitians of uh, uh, zombies were dead. Also, they were just.
1: Reanimated. They weren't really actually the real mess. They really just were like deprived of oxygen. No, I'm sorry. This is reality. There actually are stories about like guys who make these workers. Basically, they give them lobotomies by uh, keeping the oxygen from their brain, so they became retarded, mentally retarded, and then well, they couldn't again. Yes, I'm sorry, but they and then, but they were humans. Like you could slip one's throat, and it would die,
2: and.
0: I think in the actual mythology of of voodoo, the zombie is actually dead and it's reanimated through magic. That's the thing is it is actually dead. And it's the whole – it comes back from when they were slaves. Their biggest fear was that they were to die doing this manual labor and then be forced to come back to life and continue doing the slave labor for – Eternity, like a living that, hell. Yeah, and then like that's where that stems from. So, but it's yeah. still, I, th- I still think it's interesting because you know there was the term ghouls and ghasts and liches and various different other terms which kind of yeah. can be associated with zombies, and it's just interesting that the word zombie from the Haitian folklore got associated with Romero's zombies from Night of the Living Dead. It's all
1: because of Romero, even though he didn't call him, he, the first one he called him ghoul. Yeah, but
0: he didn't, so it can't all because of Romero. It has to
1: be somebody else. It's the innovations chose, that he created, though. Made, right, I, I think you're like missing my,
0: where, where I'm looking at is more the etymology, etymology of the current okay. zombie usage. In other words, who at, first
1: coined the right, term zombie was,
0: for his things? I
1: think the etymology of zombiness. Pretty soon after his movie came out, I think in the 70s, people started calling those zombie movies because there was a few. There was a very small handful. It was basically a genre that barely existed for a long time. Now we can't even imagine that zombies being so popular. But when I was a little boy, there was like 10 movies I could watch with that kind of zombie. Like I'd hunt, me and my friends would hunt them down. There weren't enough
2: for us. We'd be like, we need more zombie movies. They're not making enough. So what? So it becomes like, what is the passion of the zombie? I, I sort of thought about this heading into this, this this client and this whole issue, in that, you know, is the zombie fascination really just not a matter of whatever the type of monster they are, but really just a fascination and a and a and a love for the idea of an apocalypse, that the That's world. That's a part of it, I think. The world is going to come to an end. And whether it's zombies or aliens or whatever, zombies are kind of in a thing recently. We're all gonna just society's torn down. Everybody's got to figure it out. Suddenly, some redneck douchebag is now a superhero because he, he had to hunt squirrels because his family didn't have money, whatever. Suddenly, it's this equalizing force. I think that more than the the type of monster they are, it's the it's the existential threat and then the joy of like oh we could recreate society isn't that what people like that's a very big part
0: of it yeah Yeah, i think you have a lot of there's a lot of validity to that i think a large part of is if you can imagine the current conspiracy theorists right this is their utopia where they've proven themselves right because everybody else is dead and walking around and they're the ones who because they were they prepped for doomsday they're the ones who get to be right now so this is their great fantasy and everybody who's who's called a sheep for having believed the government well they're now all the zombies so the zombies i think are the analog for the concept of being a sheep if you believe in wearing a mask to deal with covid19 we're not
1: buying guns that's the crucial we're
0: not buying guns we're not you know stocking up on toilet paper the minute anything gets weird and uh i think that's i i I
2: actually have a couple of guns but you know be that as it may
1: i don't know i don't care if people have guns
2: i want a gun i can't
1: afford one but i want one really bad
2: you could afford
0: one if you chose to afford one greg,
1: Would hey, you, give me a loan? greg you always greg, make
0: these, these you give me a loan you always make these these assertions that it's impossible for you to do things because you're so broke and yet if you were to sacrifice some other thing for a period of time you could save that money to buy yeah. the thing that you want, it's I could have a really, really shitty life. Greg, for six Greg, Greg,
2: you just need to come down to Florida. I can hook you up with a gun, no problem. Maybe nice even go free. 50 bucks.
0: It'll yeah. He'll make, make you one out of wads of gum and rubber bands.
2: <laughs> oh, That's no. My gun? <laughs> you might you might have to pay more if you want the the serial number filed off. But <laughs> well, you can do it that not.
0: yourself, really. File yeah. off your own serial. You can
2: do that yourself. Yeah, it's a DIY project for sure. Yeah, if you know what There's a file is. Videos.
0: If you could afford a file, Greg, you know that's a luxury for you. Could I borrow the money, Matt, for you? a pick up a, so pick up a three dollar file from Lowe's or from Home Depot. <laughs> It's like I was going to pretend that I have a gun that I can file the serial number off. If I buy the file, it's like the next best thing, having the tool with which to uh, change that dangerous object without having the dangerous object itself. Yeah, like
1: give a man a file, gun. (laughs)
0: He'll fish for a a day. Gun
1: for a day. He'll (laughs) rob a a liquor store tomorrow. (laughs) Teach him how to rob,
0: and he'll rob for the rest of his life.
1: I was telling uh, Matt earlier, when we were talking about our client, is that when you brought up the word existential, that was part of the thing that I loved about those early zombie movies, even though I was too young to even know what that word meant, is those movies usually had a bleak, depressing ending. And it was usually brought about by the fact that humans are, we're our own worst enemies. In those movies, those zombies are slow and really easy to avoid as long as you keep your wits about you and don't start squabbling. Everyone does though. If one guy's like, "I want the gun. I'm in charge." They start fucking with each other. The zombies take over. They'd have been fine if everyone could just get along. So there's something Romero is basically saying in those movies that, like, yeah, we even if we have a minor threat like zombies, we will fuck it up. Like even a minor threat. Like look at COVID-19. It's not a, it's not like flesh-eating virus. It's not like the thing in Stephen King's The Stand. It's people can manage it. Other countries are doing fine. But you can fuck it up just by being an idiot and by humans being stupid. And zombies, I think, is those early zombie movies, even the ones today, seem to always talk about that, where it's always us squabbling. That's what the zombies get in at the end.
0: So you're essentially stating by the end of this episode, the three of us will be zombies due to the squabbling.
1: No, we'll be squabbling and the zombies will come in. They'll come and get us. Or we'll all have COVID-19 just from fighting (laughs) with each other. It is
0: interesting that this particular pandemic has created the full-blown dissection of insanity in America. In other words, it's all on display now. Everybody's far-fetched beliefs are all there, or everybody's... (laughs) complete and utter belief in the government being the best thing in the world is all there too. It's like this combination of things and people who are just like, I I like to be against things, but I don't know which thing to be against. and I don't know which person to to deal with. And I'm like one of my biggest pet peeves right now is people who keep talking about the the attribution of every death to COVID-19 based upon a couple of press conferences that they saw. And they don't even dig a little bit deeper to determine why that's such a ridiculous statement to make. I'm sure there are people who have boosted those numbers because they think they're going to get more money from the government. But they're saying that, you know, you get shot in the head. And if you have COVID-19, they're saying that's a COVID-19 death. What they don't understand is that on a death certificate, the coroner has to state what they found within the person's body, but they'll still say what the cause of death is. So they'll still say it's a freaking gunshot. wound. the person happened to have COVID nineteen at the time, but it's all being conflated into being the same and they're using these things and so many people I've seen on Facebook using this as the example. And I just did like a five minute dig into the nature of death certificates and I found oh well that that's the simplicity of it. It's gonna be on the death certificate. That doesn't mean it's the cause of death.
2: Sure. Right. I, I honestly think that Facebook is the social media of zombies. <laughs> It I replicates. think that people are posting on Facebook are just like uh It's not the Russians.
0: It's not zombies, the Russians zombie, uh, <laughs> the uh, have taken a
2: oh,
0: like Oh that's so true. I'll buy that. I'll totally buy that <laughs> philosophy. <laughs>
2: that is the me. worst it is the worst social media of all the social media. People like to bag on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Yeah, t- Twitter's pretty awful. But Facebook is like it's awful, but it's your friends, it's people you know, and so you just have to just like go, oh, God damn it! I didn't realize you were that dumb. <laughs> people you <laughs> people you
0: care about, and, and people, people you care about. people Twitter, you like. like,
2: yeah. Twitter, it's like Dragonfly sixty nine two 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 says some shit. I couldn't care less. I don't know who that <laughs> bitch is. I used to
0: tell people the fact is that everyone on earth is crazy. You, you just, oh, yeah. they are. People have semblances of sanity. They, they put on good facades. They appear normal. But everybody has that weird freaking thought knocking around in their head that you just don't know is there until the right moment. And I think this yeah. pandemic has given us an insight into those moments because people are starting to yeah. you. Like Greg had a, a conversation with a mutual friend the other day where he's just like, I love her so much, but she's full blown nuts. You know, I care about you, but you're stupid. I just want to say, you're stupid. You're so, so stupid. Why? Why is this? Why can't you look a little bit into this war? I'm like, I find it. Distrust the government. That's absolutely necessary. I'm totally behind that. But seriously, you don't have to buy everything from one side and everything from the other. There are gray areas that you can skirt in between and recognize, you know, where there could be some truth and where there's falsehood. And
1: uh, it's just the lack of you and know, if there were zombies today, like, like for reals in this country, well, there'd be a lot of 40 percent of Americans wouldn't believe there were zombies. No, Brendan's right, they're
0: they're managing things on Facebook, that's where the zombies are. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know, but even beyond that, there'd actually be people who believe some there's be all these conspiracy theories, there's no zombies to scare us. And whatever, oh, yeah, I'm
2: sure, I'm sure there'd be Facebook posts like zombies are like down. and they're like no they're just on drugs and that's why we need stronger drug policy those guys yeah. are on meth no they they're won't say zombies. that
0: what they'll say is oh i haven't seen any in my neighborhood do you have any friends who- <laughs> <laughs> how many friends do you know i think that's inflated because of the fact that they'll get more money that. from the government if uh, they say that they died because they were zombies and they came back to life but like, yeah, people are shambling around. I see that all the time. Just stay in your home. Be quarantined. Get away from it. Then it won't be happening. And then you'll be Herman Cain. You'll be dead because you've got COVID 19. Anyway, sorry. Where'd
2: he that come from? You brought that back to Herman Cain. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. Somehow it all tied together to me.
1: I wanted to bring another thing back that Brendan said, too. Those early movies, especially Donovan, the one in the mall, which they remade. That movie is so much of, like, half of it's a fantasy. When they're safely in the mall, and everyone's living their consumer dream of just like, everything's ours. We don't have to pay for it. Nobody can fuck with us. The zombies are safely outside. There's like a good half hour of that movie where you're watching and you're just like, this is awesome. I love this world. I wish I could live like in a world where everyone else was dead, but I got to get to a mall and I just could do whatever, that, wear a mink coat if I feel like it, eat all the canned food and fancy things in the, rest, Wait, know, the f-
0: eat all the canned food no there's that a fancy
1: food The like, fancy that really, really fancy stuff that you, nobody it's, normally can it's afford. got a french accent so it's
2: fancy <laughs> canned
0: food They also food call that dog food as well
2: <laughs> fancy. No, but damn it, damn it they can that's wear what
1: different, like, gucci outfits every day it's like it's everyone's consumer fantasy i don't know wild. that it's
0: everyone's but a lot of people give like it the, the zombies yeah. the, the zombies prefer it, that because yeah. they don't understand that everything in the mall will run dry in it will for a period of time you know it's yeah like,
2: yeah that's that's really things. a severe lack of strategic planning on behalf of those people like so that's it. The mall. That's your in-game. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> you run out of fancy feast and. and There's too it many in. windows too. You
1: food. could farm on the roof though. You could set up a farm on the roof, a garden. Bring in some soil somehow
2: well, you from you that farm
0: inside too. Just like dig. Yeah, yeah. The yeah there you go. Yeah. And because we'll they I mean, usually have skylights, right?
2: I think that yeah. goes back to what I was saying earlier, where it's like. The whole zombie thing kind of thrusts us into this weird rejectionist society. Now we're going to farm on the roof and, you know, fuck the consumer requirements. I can eat fancy feast. I don't have to buy it because the world is falling to shit. And I think that's what makes it all sort of romantic. And then, of course, you get a bunch of dudes, for the most part, to sit around and go, yeah, if the zombies came, you know, here's what I'd do. And you know who I'd want on my team? I'm doing my Florida thing. Billy Bob. Billy Bob's got so many guns. And then Cletus, Cletus can fix anything.
0: All right, question. Have you actually met someone named Billy Bob? Yeah. Or Cletus, yes, for that or matter. Or Cletus in Florida. Yes, you both. met both. Both names.
2: Both, both oh, names.
0: Oh, it's the world we live in, then.
2: Yeah, welcome to Florida. <laughs> the world he lives <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. Billy Bob and Cletus. I actually, true story, I was driving to Washington DC when my kids were just little, little kids to spend Thanksgiving with uh, my brother-in-law in in DC and uh, our car broke down on the side of the road. And uh, a guy pulled up in this big, jacked-up pickup truck. This isn't in Florida. This was in, I think it was North Carolina. And uh, his, on his license plate, he had, like, special license plate. It was um, Butthole Billy. <laughs> and, and, and that was his fucking rodeo name. And this is not bullshit. I'm not making this up. Guy gets out of the car, Butthole pulls up. Billy. Holly's pregnant with our son at the time. I I look and the license plate says butthole billy this dude gets out of the truck with the cowboy hat on and i'm like we're all dead this is it. This is the end of me. I, it's deliverance. I can hear that. It's butthole Billy, you were gonna have to squeal like a pig. You were thinking. You're like, hey, I might, you got a pretty pig pig mouth, boy.
0: I think I'm just gonna call Greg that from now on. Greg, you're now Butthole Billy from now on. And
2: maybe he was. That was like Greg his like radical
1: gone. queer pride message. Maybe he was just like no, a cowboy. He's like, maybe. I'm Butthole Billy. Deal with it.
0: But at the yeah, same time, like no one butthole. else stopped to help except for Butthole Billy.
2: So I know. got to well, give him he, a little credit. The, 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 the moral of that story is Butthole Billy did stop. He gave us a ride into town. He saw that Holly was pregnant, and he said, because we had missed Thanksgiving, the next day was Thanksgiving, he said, you all are coming to my family's house for Thanksgiving. So we spent Thanksgiving <laughs> with Butthole, with butthole Billy. Billy's family. <laughs> And there was so much like, and, and and it was it was nice, it was sweet. I don't mean this in a in a sarcastic way. There was so much like Christian, good vibe thing happening. Like, oh my God, it's a miracle! Billy found you on the side of the road, or you're pregnant, and blah blah blah. And we were, you know, we were much younger than I am now. It was really nice. But yeah, in the South, sounds really like, nice. The, the names like Billy Bob and and Cletus and and Dirty Jethro. Flynn. Have you ever met a Jethro?
0: Yes. Okay. He's a pen- met them all, Greg. All of them.
2: No, met all but, you know, the them.
0: thing is, is that it's a really good reminder that regardless of what somebody believes or what they look like or what weird name or offensive thing they have on their truck, they can be decent human beings and they can help out other people in a time of need. And it doesn't matter what your political beliefs are, because I'm sure if they started talking to Brendan about what he believed at the time, they probably would have kicked him out of the
1: house. Probably would have said, I want to no know more of you. What if my name of was here. Klu Klux Dan? And it said that on my license plate. Klu Klux Is there Dan. a chance that I would have invited you home That Thanksgiving?
0: That's such an awesome name, though.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I guess it would depend on Klu how you Klux act. When I...
0: <laughs> or Klu Klux Dan. Clucks Klux Dan the man.
2: I don't know. <laughs>
1: Dan the man.
0: I'm just enjoying that. Uh, it's horrible when Fascinating at the same time. I think the word Cletus uh, may have been a bad pronunciation of the word clitoris, and that's where it got shortened. <laughs> you think? How oh,
2: I mean, you know, did this happen? Well, it
1: was not I mean, like weird character. There's a weird character in the name, uh, the Bible named Cletus, probably. All those old-timey names, I think, are from the Bible somehow.
0: All those old is Cletus an old-timey name?
2: Well, yeah. I think oh, yes, it's maybe it, a re- well, it might be a regional way, name. By the way, just to clarify, the Cletus that I met was black.
0: Oh, okay. If that makes any difference. And so he called himself Butthole Billy, too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Butthole Billy was a white guy, but Cletus was in... Oh, Cletus, I'm
0: sorry. I got him confused. Okay.
2: Cletus was in Jackson, Mississippi, and he was the black guy, and he was the youth pastor at a African-American church there.
0: Well, probably wasn't short for Clitoris then. Probably not. Safe bet, but I like to think that that could have been, for somebody else, that that's how it started.
2: And
1: that's where the name Virginia comes from, obviously.
0: <laughs> right. No, I think that comes from uh, Elizabeth the second or Elizabeth the first. right? It was... Um, she was the virgin queen, and so they named and her...
1: And she had a famous daughter. vagina. She was a well famous known. one.
0: The yeah. vagina went off on its own adventures without the queen. <laughs> With traveling Europe, Drake. meeting heads of state all by itself while she stayed and never <laughs> married or had uh, any any progeny yeah. to take on the mantle of the uh, king of England. The yeah, I, I can imagine the, the queen... The, the, there's Queen Elizabeth and her magical vagina that traveled... <laughs> Queen I
2: love that Broadway show. That's it. That's it. That's the new band. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth and the Magical Vaginas.
0: <laughs> Although Broadway show's not a bad idea either. I think yeah. uh, that band could play at that Broadway show.
1: I think it would yeah. be off, off-Broadway, though. Very, <laughs> very,
0: very Wasn't there, like, a touring group of guys who did things with their penis? Yeah, penis puppetry was called. That was it. That I was, like, was the strangest the thing I'd ever heard of yeah. that somebody would pay to go see. And it's like, why would you want to go see something like that? I just don't understand. I, I, I accidentally ran form. into
2: that at Lollapalooza, and I <laughs> have not recovered.
1: You asked for a refund at Wait,
0: Lollapalooza. You ran, into a, you ran into penises at Lollapalooza? What were you doing? Practically.
2: Oh. I, was, I was coming back the food area or something, and I'm, I'm coming along, and I made a left turn, and there was like one of those side. This is early Lollapalooza, like mid-'90s early 90s and there was a stage and there was a dude with like, I want to say, I don't want, I don't, I don't know if it was a bowling ball, but it was a fairly large sized heavy sphere and he had put a couple of fish hooks into his nuts and was picking up said ball with his balls. <laughs> why is there
1: that guy in an insane asylum like that's
2: just
1: <laughs> sorry
0: you just I don't know it's, it's that whole it's all the whole piercing culture I got a question I know does somebody have like a radio or a TV playing in the background I've been hearing it kind of throughout the show
1: I think my neighbor's talking that's him
0: does he know that we're doing an incredibly famous podcast Well,
1: you're not France. Yeah, yeah, I should chastise him I should be
0: like yo keep it down over there got, got no idea national
2: podcast we've got
0: t- 25% of our listeners are in France And you need to knock off that extra noise there, or or maybe the French like the extra noises that we make, and they're like, "Oh, this is this is like Jerry Lewis. This is
2: we're going to become, you know what, beloved by the French." I was going to say maybe it's the smoking references and the fact that Greg smokes, and they're like, "Ah, "Oh, the smoke, Ah, he's like us." (laughs) We we. You both go
0: into French accents. Hello there. Hello there. Let us, are you? Let us
2: isolate the thirty percent
0: of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> we we were listening
2: to you for a while.
0: Until you started making fun of how we talk. You bastard! You, you American pig dogs! You must get gone. I I I snuff at you. I I don't even know what that word means, and I'm gone. <laughs> My, you my wife the speaks Python. fluent <laughs> French,
2: and if we need her, she can come on. And maybe, maybe I could have her come on and just do a some sort of French apology for all of us. Like. I
0: think it would probably be best if we keep all of our significant others out of this particular podcast <laughs> for, like their, right, for their for their own right benefit hand. and for their friends' benefits. Because the last thing I think my wife wants is any of her friends to listen to my podcast. Because we we have we have diverging cultures. She and I. Diverging Friends as well. It's all um, very carefully delineated as to not to bleed over too much, except for, you know, during holidays when we'll let Greg come over and and spend some time and offend everyone else.
2: Going back to zombies, that's the beauty. Same thing, Greg. That's the beauty of a zombie apocalypse is that because of the zombies and all of that, those kind of social constructs, those kinds of barriers to people talking, fade away because you have this very, very important threat and no matter if you're a conservative or a liberal or you believe in shape-shifting lizards or you're a transsexual, whatever, you're all bound together to survive against this horde of human-eating zombies. And I think that's another thing that people, I think, uh fantasize and love about the the concept i know i do and that you know i think about like oh you know when like i watch the walking dead i go oh yeah you know i could see that redneck dude and then that you know the urban you know kind of black hip-hop guy but everybody's got to come together and work together and work through their issues because they've got a bigger problem i think that's really the thing about apocalypse movies is that humanity comes together whether it's a comet coming in or aliens or zombies Humanity has to bind together and forget all those things that keep them separate at Thanksgiving dinner. Well,
0: but, but what we've learned just through our own pandemic is that they'll come together in the beginning. And then when people start yeah. thinking about it and getting comfortable and starting to see where the advantages are, it all starts coming apart. Yeah, That's honestly. what we see in The Walking Dead, too, is you have these different groups that are created and they're like, okay, I just need more of their stuff now so that we right. can survive. Because you know, if you keep it contained, if you bring in incursions, you're going to have more of an opportunity for people to croak and turn into zombies. But yeah, I don't know. So let, let's just yeah. let's pose this to our zombieologist. So, Greg, if you were in the middle of a zombie apocalypse,
1: how would you survive? Well, we have to talk about two different kinds of zombies. Those, I'm uh, talking about classic you. slow. No, I'm talking about me. Okay. The, you know the classic slow zombies. I would yeah. be like, I could survive this as okay. long as I. Don't lose my head. I'm not stupid. Fast zombies, I would kill myself as soon as I could. I would just, well, how can I kill myself the quickest? Those are impossible to fight. <laughs> those are fucking terrifying. But slow moving zombies, yeah. I mean, basically, I could keep them out of my house. I mean, but you
0: know, the fast moving zombies, um, those are very popular movies too. -hmm. For example, like what's that most recent Korean one that kind of has changed the the genre? Oh, Train to Busan. Train to Busan, right? Oh,
1: that's good. No, I like them a lot. I like those movies, but I wouldn't. In that world, I wouldn't even try to survive. I'd be like, (laughs) you're just like,
0: I'm going to become one of you. That's what no, you do. well, I, don't
1: want the, I don't want them eating on me. I just want to die nice and quick and painless because I know they're going to get me and then I'll, there'll be 10 of them around me. Like those scenes in zombie movies that always terrified me was when someone gets caught and they're just sitting there going, ah! The yeah, but why, why don't you just be the one them.
0: who gets, you, you like isolate one zombie off on your own, have them bite you in the arm and then you just become a zombie and then they won't eat you after that. You'll become one of them right at that moment.
1: But that's not good either. That's death. I'd be uh, dead. Well, it's, your death, brain is
0: it's dead. death, and then you're back to life again, roaming around. No,
1: but you're not back to life. Seeing the sights,
0: you're getting to like travel the Everything countryside. Everything
1: that makes me me is gone. Like, they're non-sentient anymore. Depending upon
0: sucks. the movie that you're in. like That's true. If you this Like, is what true. was that? Return of the Living Dead, the one that uh, yeah. had them eating brains for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And they actually started running. They had this running zombies in that movie for the first time, too. Yeah. Return of the Living Dead and so they could talk a little bit and they had still some little bit of knowledge of what happened before and they were able to discuss that they like brains, you know, so they could at least speak that much. So you could have that They're much They were pretty
1: stupid but they did seem to even have like callbacks to their old memories They'd Yeah, so that's finished. not a huge step down for you already, Greg. I know I don't really do much with my brain My brain isn't well used anyway <laughs> so But I would just I, I would Just be shambling just by... along I would definitely, I would not want to get caught by even the slow-moving zombies, so I would just do my best to, you know, find some guns, find some friends, definitely, because you got to have friends, because no matter how well secure you are, you got to sleep sometime. Yeah. As long as I yeah. have one, one or more people. The fast-moving zombies, man, I would just check out. I'd be like, oh, fuck
0: this shit. Well, there's got to be, like, some safe place you could be in, you know, where you can find yeah. a way to, to manage it. Again, taking out the human element of screwing things up, Let's say you're with a group of people who are working together. Mm -hmm. What would be, like, the optimum zombie uh, sanctuary? Not for the zombies, but for yourselves, away from the zombies.
1: This is funny that you say this, because as a zombieologist... Yes. Before I was an accredited zombieologist, I was a zombie nerd, you know, just as a kid. And I would... Before you are accredited. I would seriously walk around as a kid looking at different buildings thinking, ooh, that's a good place. Look at that, no windows. No windows on the first floor, blah, blah, blah. You know what's a great place? Downtown Portland, that armory. You know, I think they called it the armory. It used to be the armory. It's all got bars in the windows. It looks like a castle. It's all brick, uh, stone. I seriously walk around thinking about buildings where I hope I get to go to, It's is a zombie apocalypse. You know what's a really good place, though? Porn stores, I noticed. <laughs> Porn stores never have windows. They never <laughs> have windows they have all the edible panties you can eat right. and edible lubes and they got porn, so if you're lonely if you're all in there by yourself you got sex dolls
0: well with the lube though you could just grease yourself up and the zombies couldn't get a hold of you
1: and
2: right you got the guy in the overalls you know who's just get, rel- get a hold, hold be, of you willing to suck your dick if you know you had a full body lube you would just squirt
1: right
0: out of any zombie huddle
2: I oh, thank yeah. you, they'd get you.
1: Come on. But no, porn stores never have windows. they always these like you know, they always have great security doors because they're always in high crime areas. You're like this big, like bolted
2: uh I can't think of the word, like jail doors, you know. Yeah. I I always thought the best place was a prison. I thought that when they oh, yeah. when they got to the prison in, in The Walking Dead, I'm like, that's perfect. Not only do you have all the Barbed wire and the tall fences and guard towers and all the kind of shit you would need. But then actually you have individual cells that you could lock yourself in. So even if the Mm -hmm. zombies came in, you could hide in there. So I I think the the prison is arguably the best. And a prison has a yard, actually has land. You Mm -hmm. could
1: farm there. But it's yeah. all still protected by huge walls. Yeah, I thought in it's- terms
0: of the cells working out optimally, because plenty of people die in their sleep, right? So if you're in a cell and you shut the door, you, you turn into a zombie overnight, then everybody's safe from you, too.
2: So- right, right. Or, or Joe gets bit, but he doesn't die right away. And We're not just going to, you know, put a axe in his head. So we put him in a cell. We talk to him throughout the night. In the morning, he's a zombie, and then we shoot him.
0: Yeah, I think another one, – one thing that always came through my head when I was looking at it is like, well, you know, the zombies aren't great climbers. You know, they're not really good. Depending upon the movie, though, I think there was – Yeah, World War Z, they are pretty
1: damn good. Oh, God, yeah, World true. War Z, fuck those zombies. <laughs> Kill yourself immediately. Yeah. Oh, you
0: know what I recently real. found out, and I had no idea, but Mel Brooks' son was the guy who wrote the book World War yeah, Z. Yeah,
1: Max Brooks. Really, yeah, really good no book, idea. by the way yeah and, and,
0: yeah he also wrote like the Zombie Survival Guide or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's he's certainly created his own career away from his dad, but anyway, getting back to like where it would be safe possibly to be get away from zombies is if you're in a, a good forest where you can create tree cities. In other words, you'd be up from the ground. Again, not with the World War Z zombies, because they can obviously just climb over top of each other.
1: No, in the book World War Z, Matt, that is... They're like coconut clutches. They're just like, ah! The, tree. the book World War Z is very different than uh, the movie. Mm-hmm. The book World War Z, they're Romero zombies. They're pretty slow, oh, and they okay. can't climb. And so at the end, when they finally fought back the zombies... There's actually a real estate agent talking about her new condos, which are all tree forts, basically, with (laughs) gangplanks, and you can pull the ladders up if a zombie invasion ever happens.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that that would be the way to do it. I mean, the only drawback against it is if there are zombies ever caught on fire and they came into your forest and then your toast. But for the most, and you could, I guess you could haul dirt up. You know, or find places you can get to that the zombies can't get to, but you can get to it because you're on it in a tree, somewhere. It would be yeah, like palm I, trees because access to coconuts and stuff. I don't know. It's just. I, I,
2: I think I think the uh, tree house, tree city is is way more of a cooler aesthetic than living in the prison. But right? yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in the prison. Plus, I'm Me in too. Florida, so they're all over the place. I got no shortage <laughs> of prisons down here.
0: There's so many prisons. It's like there's prisons and girls and thongs on the side of the road. That's what the is, the abundance uh, in Florida.
2: Yeah, you know, if it went down in Florida, I'm not finding any tree worthy of building anything. Or that's a true. forest.
0: Palm tree. Everglades.
2: Nope, nothing. Just swamp and gators and meth heads. So I'm going to the prison.
0: I think that's the name of another band right there. Swamp, gators, and meth heads. <laughs> exactly. They would be uh, quite popular, at least in Nebraska, because it's something they're not used to, except for the. In, Ma-
1: in Max Brooks' uh, original book, World War Z, he actually surmises that one of the best places in this invasion, zombie invasion, are like inner-city schools because they've been so turned into prisons with the, the, you know fences around everything, and they've got guard posts because you know now they frisk kids. They're like That's, kind of prison. Like it seems like though that windows. in all those. Uh,
0: movies that have something bad happening a lot of them take place in schools and it seems like there's not really enough places to hide I don't know I don't know what would be the the best place maybe a stadium maybe you know because they don't have a huge amount of entrances where you just need to shut down a a few a
2: stadium could work you could have a huge farm in the middle the whole center field right field could be all farms I, 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 I could do a stadium sure
0: yeah, but then, then the idea is, like, how do you get water?
2: There's no, there's absolutely no getting around, and I think the first zombie movie
0: yeah.
2: illustrates this. There's no getting around. You're going to have to do supply runs. Yes. You're just going to have to go out and face the zombies and go steal Twinkies or beer or whatever. You yeah.
0: Or you, you find a way to um, get the zombies to do the work for you.
1: That's, that's impossible. As a <laughs> zombieologist,
0: if he could cool. train them to like go get that things for and bring them day of the back, Dave the
1: Dead, Dave the Dead, he was trying to train the zombies to work for man, and of course it was a fool's errand, and he ended up dying and getting eaten by zombies. <laughs> the zombies he was trying to train. Well,
2: going <laughs> back, going back to the The Walking Dead, I thought probably my favorite character, at least for a couple of seasons, Michonne, when she had like the two zombies chained to her with their jaws cut off and their arms cut off so they were but they were a distress that was a pretty good use of zombies as a as a workforce
1: i didn't think it would work though because they constantly be she couldn't walk with them because they'd constantly be reaching behind her themselves to try to eat her they still yeah, want to eat her arms. no but they still want to eat her so she'd be trying to walk but they wouldn't walk forward they'd no constantly according be going towards to her. the
0: show by cutting off the arms and cutting off the lower jaw they lost all of that ravenousness. They no longer that had is that. Not dis- true. Well, no, I'm saying, according to the show, that's how it worked but out. That goes against
1: all laws of zombieology, Matt. Do You hear what saying?
0: I'm just saying that in the show. I'm not an be- expert.
1: I just became,
0: thought it was a cool visual. They
1: became docile. <laughs> it and was, this is what I've
0: learned cool about visual. the rules of zombieology: is that the rules change. They do. And they and change all wrong. the time.
1: When they do, they're wrong. There
2: are rules. <laughs> Well, the only
0: rule is that they were dead and they were raised by a witch doctor. Then that's the only rule because that's where all the the change diverged after that.
1: Why some the rules are important is because they make them more scary. Like, for example, some other zombiologists have come up with the idea that even though zombies are slow and they're dumb as fuck, you could easily outwit them. They They have no other thought in their brain except wanting to eat you. You can't trick them. They have no sympathy. It's not like, oh, wait, I have a baby. Look, don't you have some sympathy? They're just, that's the scariest thing about zombies. They will never stop trying to eat you. And no matter what you do, 24 hours a day, you got to go to sleep. They're still trying to eat you. No matter what happens. You whip their jaw off. There was in Day of the Dead, the one where the guy was trying to train zombies. He actually says, Look, I've taken the stomach out of this zombie. He has no need to eat anything. He has no digestive system, but he still wants to eat us. Like when you put right. your hand in front of his mouth, he's going to chomp at it. It's, it's supernatural. It's crazy. I know it's fantasy. <laughs> Is it supernatural? So, it's so terrifying, that idea that these creatures, they will never, ever stop. They won't it, have other interests. They won't say, hey, maybe we want to just relax today and not try to eat people. Right, so based upon to.
0: that particular movie, that's what you're basing. No, on. many movies. All right, fine. But all I'm saying is that it changes. You can change those rules. Like they change it from, you know, chewing on any part of the person to just wanting brains in that one movie. Yeah, yeah. Then being able. To and that was talk. still a great
1: movie. I still love that movie, even though it went. Right, just and then you my... go to
0: like 28 days later, where it's you know these creatures. they are not
1: zombies, Matt. I'm sorry.
0: That run after you. It's, yes, it's still, there's they still follow zombies. the
1: zombie trope. Yes, they follow. Basically, like
0: so what's the definition of an actual zombie? It doesn't necessarily have to have all of those criteria. The main criteria is that it's undead, that it was dead and came back to life
1: in some no. manner. What you said earlier, Matt, about I am legend, that yeah. follows the zombie fear. Like they replicate, they take over the world. They will try to, they will, I guess they'll eat you. They'll well, no, they're, they're more
0: vampires than
2: zombies. I know they are vampires. Yeah, but, they're but yeah, vampires. I was going to say that like I am the legend. They're not zombies, zombies in the classic. But they exactly. are
1: the same fear of like, well, they're oh, undead. They take over. Yeah. yeah, they've taken yeah. over the world and they keep replicating, and you can't, you know, it's still that trope, if you want to use that word, which I'm not even sure what it means. If I want to use it, it's, you're the one who <laughs> no, uses it. Speak for yourself. Okay. If you want to use that know, word. I still don't know what that word means, but I think I get the gist of it. Yeah. No, it's it's cow
0: brains. Great. The zombie yes. motif that's trope is cow brains. In that
1: stomach no shh <laughs> True.
0: shh brendan shh
1: menudo i had him in going my, i know what tripe is matt i'm hispanic <laughs> so,
0: oh, so today you're hispanic the other day as you're, we
1: say oh, tripe yeah. in my culture tripe my people call it tripe tripe over your tongue
0: so may I ask a
2: i do mostly this is directed at matt Oh no. Did you, were, were you a, a a walking dead person like did you watch the show did you how many seasons did you get through if you did I've watched
0: go. all of it except for a large part of the most recent season. I've watched the Seek, the, okay. the spinoff. I watched Fear of the Walking Dead too. Oh, okay, you know I enjoy them. I mean I I, I like the yeah. dynamics between them. They make it more fun. I like the intensity yeah. of it, but there's so much ridiculous stuff going. Oh, on Oh, of, of
2: course, of course. Like you moment. never go,
0: where are you taking a dump, folks? <laughs> right. No,
2: I get it. I and didn't, the, know how, I didn't how watch. How bad do you
0: all smell now? You know. Right. It's I didn't like,
2: watch. I didn't watch the off and I. I think i checked out episode or season 8 or 9 are they at 12 now i don't know the season before they killed rick that the, the season before they killed him that was the last season spoiler alert thanks see, see i don't so much, think he's Brendan. dead though well okay well, yeah, d- d- okay yeah. but, but here's I why think i think that's getting...
0: i think that's that that final episode was an opening to some other later storyline agreed just so he can go off and do some movies or something
2: Right, so, so being that we've all watched at least that much of it, so my question is, in the beginning, The Walking Dead was a survival story. It was all about them surviving, and the zombies were like, that was what it was about, was fighting zombies, killing zombies, surviving, all that.
0: Yeah, that first episode was freaking intense, and I thought right. that's what really hooked me, was just this guy waking up in a freaking hotel and going, what's going on? You know, it's but then great of course unfolding the, that way.
2: Right. The later episodes, it's not about survival, it's about building a new society. And then the different societies that have been sort of come up fighting against each other. So my question is which of the societies of the Walking Dead, given they're all flawed to some extent, is the best one and why?
0: Well of have... So we're going into specifically the show *Walking Dead* now, yes. in terms of yeah, what works the best of all those?
2: In other words, and and you can freeform on it. Like, okay, so you have to build this. At some point, you you get to a point where the zombies are just easy to kill because they're just wandering around and gives a shit. And once all right. You figure it out, well, how about
0: this? Why <laughs> don't you start listing out all the ones that come to mind to you, and then we can do it based upon that that memory. Well, you universe. got
1: Nagel Society. You've got what, the, the
0: what Nagel? What's a Nagel
1: name? Nagel and the Nagin. Negan. 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 You've got the King Arthur guy. All right. Well, let's define. Let's define
0: it a little. Define the society in terms of what its structure is a little more than just giving their name. Like, what is that particular community about? I haven't seen it. So So, you haven't seen the show The Walking Dead? I just
1: know of that. I thought you you were a a
0: zombieologist. How could you not see a show that's all about zombies? has pissed my
2: zombieologist bones off so oh much. Oh my god, see, that's why I asked you, Matt, because I thought as a zombieologist, <laughs> the most significant piece of zombie culture, whatever, is The Walking Dead. I mean, 12 years of zombie crap, thousands of hours, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's what we
0: don't see enough. We actually don't see the zombie crap either. After they eat, where does it go, you know? Oh, I want to okay. see more zombie crap. It's like zombies crapping everywhere. Be the zombie- second- zombie cra- and would the zombie crap be alive after they ate it? Would it, like, move by itself down the road? That's what I'm wondering, too. Depending on
1: the mythology. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I guess. Never, no zombie movies ever talked about how zombies expelled it. So Greg, I'm
0: taking away your credentials as a zombieologist I'm just <laughs> eliminating them from you
1: I saw the first you... nine seasons of Walking Dead I just didn't see it after Nagel Alright, so you much...
0: saw the first nine seasons yeah. right. so I get the gist you... of it okay. So you, you got... made it sound like you bolted it pretty quick No,
1: I kept bolting and coming back because this is the show I waited for my whole life as a child okay. I never thought there'd be a mainstream tv show about zombies so i can't i watch every zombie movie you know how bad it is okay (laughs) i love zombies then
0: you should watch every episode of all seasons of walking dead and for the walking dead i will eventually did you watch I zombie too that mtv show
1: no but i read the comic
0: okay so it's kind of the same thing yeah oh i think i know where the term zombie came from for this particular genre after day the dead was an italian movie that was called Zombie, that came out shortly after Night of the Living Dead. By Fulci. Uh, Z-O-M-B-I, whoever it's by. It came out after Dawn of the Dead, by, by the his way. His name was, you know, Pepperoni. Whatever his name was, it was hey, an Italian movie. Hey,
1: I take movie. offense to that. <laughs> good.
0: I was Italian. <laughs> He's a French-Italian. <laughs> anyway, so it was actually called Zombie Z-O-M-B-I. So I'm thinking that maybe there was, like, some translation from that that came over to the U.S. where people started... Yeah referring to the ghouls as zombies. Anyway, but getting back to the question of the societies within The Walking Dead, well, let's look at the first one. So the first one I think we you encounter is where it's everybody in a circle with the RVs, right? That's like the first community where-
2: I, I, I would say that that's still survival mode. I think the first one you, we run into is probably the governor.
1: Okay. No, that's later. They don't meet the governor until like season two at
0: least. Yeah, but I mean, in right. terms of all right, so maybe like there's an earlier community. Wasn't there like they are in Atlanta, and the community yeah. was these uh,
1: the old this, guy, the nice old man in his RV, and uh,
2: yeah, they were but, for a season. Right. What, what I'm saying is, those were still people that were at least loosely organized and just on the run. Yeah. What I'm talking about is where they've settled in to something. Ah. Well,
0: no, there's like these, uh, these Hispanic guys who had their own place in Atlanta, and uh, they were taking care of old people.
2: Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 So they yeah, were yeah. like
0: settled in. So that was like kind of the first one, and they're just trying that's to one. survive. And they're in, in the thick of it because that's where like the prim- the most amount of zombies were. Was because you know around a large populous area, they're going to have. Everybody who was uh, not in their houses now out of their houses and biting people. So right. there's that. So was that a successful experiment for them? Well, I'd, you know, it's they, like it, they might still be there for all we know. They could maybe go back to those guys. They could still be existing. But again, it comes down to where do you get your food and your water from? Where do you take a dump? You know? And
2: well, I mean, the thing about that because I had forgotten about those guys, the the, 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 the like kind of like almost like Latin King gangster right. Hispanics was their whole motivation was taking care of the old people at the nursing home. So there was this rough guy, tough guy facade, but really at the end of the day, they were just trying to help the old people.
0: Yeah, they were like orderlies originally. Apparently.
2: Yeah, and keep them safe. And, yeah. you know, um, when, when that re- was revealed, there was a certain nobility and like, oh, because at first you hated them and you know what I mean? They were like, oh, they're, they're the bad guys, but really they didn't turn out to be bad guys. So... You know, I, I'd give those guys a pass. You know, like if I had to become part of a society and I had to hook up with some Mexican gangsters to take care of some old Mexican women, I'd probably be okay with that.
0: Well, I don't think they were just taking care of old Mexican women. They were, I think, associated with like a nursing home or something. So it was people well, okay, different Well, okay, so they were taking
2: care of... That's, what I'm saying is that was sort of the, the construct. There was this nursing home and there was a lot of elderly people. Right. Surely there were kids and other people involved as well. I'm not saying that that was their singly focused mission. I'm just saying that their purpose was providing a safe place for these people who would otherwise be eaten very easily.
0: So I guess their just, next safe place was when they were at the CDC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the next safe place where they would get showers.
1: They were showers. That blew it up. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, no, so he didn't blow it up out. on purpose. That was part of the fail safe is like whenever it ran out of a certain chemical or, or some some something i oh, can't remember right. what it was it, like the fail safes kicked in and it was going to destroy every virus that happened to be in the building
1: i thought he almost wanted to though like he Well
0: he definitely like, he was Yeah let's, let's let it happen because he was conducting experiments and he yeah. couldn't get anybody else in the disease control business To come up with a cure for it either and so that was like the end of that
1: so can i just say what um brendan brought up was like very interesting about the zombie thing too is it brings up a big philosophical thing the main first season probably two seasons was in this world are you rick or are you shane i had very liberal friends who were like oh shane's right on rick's being a total idiot like you got to get hard you got to just be like we can't risk any x factor yeah, I could be nice to this stranger or he could bring danger to us. So just shoot him. Danger, yeah, danger. Stranger danger. Just shoot him. And it's like, well, do you want to live in that world though? Like, yeah, it's easier to survive, I guess, for you and your people if you're just killing anyone who comes up to you and just not even taking the chance that they could contribute to your new thing. Uh-huh. But do you even want to live in that world? Yeah, you're surviving, but you're living like a fucking caveman who's like, Oh, everyone's trying to kill each other not even you know like you're not even human anymore like I don't even if Shane was right as far as yeah maybe Rick would have led them astray they all would have died because he was hey let's be nice to these strangers but what's the other path just yeah let's just lose our humanity and so, it's something that dangerous in a world that dangerous a lot of us are gonna confront that people that you always thought were nice are gonna be like sorry Guys, I am kind of nice in a normal world, but I can't afford to be. I can't take the chance. I don't want my family to get killed, so fuck everyone else. But or you have an extended
0: screening process. I don't
1: know. Yeah, you could do that too, but if some people don't even want to do that. They only take the yeah. chance. But, but basically, it's like, do you even want to live in that world? So yeah, you're alive, but every minute you're not trusting anyone. But All humans are just...
0: But because of the nature of humanity and the nature of most people's drives and motivations, you're going to have a lot of people like that, but you'll have a lot of people who are compassionate and who are interested in doing yeah. the opposite. So you, there is, it can't be that cut and dry. Some people want it to be that cut and dry because that's how they live their lives currently.
1: No, in- I didn't say it's that cut and dry. I said there will be different people, but not, I choose, I'm saying I choose that, Rick. I'm saying that the Rick people
0: who want you to be like the guy Shane – there are people like that currently who want it to be like that, and they'll try to enforce that point of view on other people, and they're not going to be able to get everybody to be like that, only the people that they like. And so you're going to still have all of these different factions handling things in different yeah. ways. You can be a person who can kill others if they need to, but still be a compassionate individual. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm not and saying you we'll win. win.
1: I mean, yeah. Rick is a tough guy, but Rick is also like, we got to be humans. Yeah, I'm just he saying that you don't humanity.
0: have to choose which world you're going to live in, in terms of whether you only get one or you only get the other, and that's where you go. There's many different worlds that are going to be available, as you know, as evidenced by our current psychoses in our own planet right now.
2: Right. The well, where planet. that where that really comes up is where we kind of get to the next place, which was um, zombie the farm. loving.
1: Oh, farm. Sorry.
2: What? i thought the we farm were
1: me off so much that season <laughs> really yeah well so first of all there's, there's zombies no in it. there's, <laughs> there's no, no zombies
0: and there's no and fences second of
1: all, there's no safety there like why why the whole that whole season they're like wow thank god we got to Herschel's farm it's like you're totally in danger this forest full of zombies all around you but they're acting like we've there's, made it we're there's a road
0: which takes you to them as well know so exactly are gonna, but you know but they did have zombies show up because they put them in the barn i know so, very I just rarely, they though. were very well out in the sticks and more so than other places and maybe yeah. that's how they get away with it you know
2: right yeah. and, and it wasn't that was where i think that the series changed from just survival which was i think your classic zombie pornographer horror and i think that particular season really took that turn of what Greg was talking about was, are we, are we Rick? Are we Shane? Because that's where all that went down with those two. And then you had Herschel, who was this good old guy, and, you know, had this nice thing going on. And suddenly there was this, like, maybe life could be okay. We don't have to just struggle. And then we go from that to the governor, I think, was pretty much the
1: next thing. The prison, and then the governor. Like a year later, I think they lived yeah. for like a long time in the prison before the governor showed up. Right? Yeah, I
2: think you you're right. right. Yeah,
1: I think you're right.
0: Sorry, the rabbits back it's hopping across my yard again. Anyway, okay,
1: take your Adderall, Matt. Ignore the <laughs> rabbits. You can ignore that rabbit. Hey, you, you know they
2: make good they make good eating, Matt. I do. I've had
1: rabbits. Uh, I've had. I've rabbit yeah. killed
0: rabbits. So yeah, I understand. That's have just doing their brains. For me to see the no i've never eaten brain to be honest however i'm not ruling it out that i would never eat brain i suppose if it was in front of me and somebody else who considers it to be a del- delicacy had it and made it and they like the taste of it i'd probably try it not here. i ate brain
1: my dad tricked me he, he said, tricked hey, you. here's some and the weird thing was he tricked me by saying hey this is called white liver or something which white sounds liver. worse and it looked white and it was very mushy it was, it was almost like eating porridge or something
0: uh-huh as you can imagine well, well, i've heard that it's like, supposed to be very creamy like yeah it's like is creamy. creamy yeah it's but cool. it doesn't yeah, it's have like, like does it have like a liver taste to it
1: no it doesn't at all it's a total lie
0: that, what kind of flavor what? does it have
1: not much it's kind of just like goop just just a texture just thing. flavorless goop my dad
2: seasoned it and stuff but it didn't It wasn't like eating a steak, you know. Maybe he didn't cook it long enough. I I was going to say, Greg, so how did he prepare? My mother was from Oklahoma, and she made brains and eggs all the time. (laughs) Oh,
1: my
0: Lord. Brains and eggs?
2: Brains and eggs. So it was basically scrambled eggs with brains. What kind of brains? uh, uh, What what animal? Calf brains.
0: I have a story about squirrel brains, but finishers, Greg, No, I'm sure
1: when I was Brendan, what did the cow brains add to the omelet? Like, did it really have a flavor, the brain?
2: It didn't have much flavor. It had more of a texture than a flavor. It added something that was a little more chewy than the eggs. And my mother seasoned it a lot with salt because that's just the way they did. So I think it absorbed the salt quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Did it taste like liver? That's the closest I could come to.
0: Huh? So it has like a little it, bit of that irony taste.
2: Yeah, it had a little bit of a gamey organ taste. You know, like if you've ever had, well, obviously, liver or any kind of chicken giblets or any of that kind of stuff, they had that just like, oh, I'm eating a kidney. I can kind of tell. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my my parents would occasionally make organ meat growing up, and I was never a huge fan. Although, as I got older, I grew to appreciate liver and pate the fancy
1: foods as a well, liverwurst is so good i, I love like, a good liverwurst sandwich i like
0: braunschweiger it goes along. yeah but i have actually so been good. putting braunschweiger on salads recently which is like an interesting combination but anyway bring
1: something up that's a good call we, uh, ah. if we i don't know if we're close to wrapping it up but uh, it's called oh. sexy zombies is our client oh, and their lovers and their lovers and there actually was in the late 90s there were quite a few, a very small niche genre or porno about zombie porn. Now, how does that they work? Were, they were full on porns. Well, well yeah, fantasy. I get you know, that part.
0: Like, but if you're it's, zombies. It's a
1: movie. It's a movie. So, yeah, these zombies are rotting it's a movie. And it was in the but theaters. People were uh, They took their kids. But their dick <laughs> still works. The zombies' penises still work, and the vaginas still aren't all dried out husks, and they have sex. But it was like I was. I thought I might be interested because I like zombie movies. I love zombie movies, and I love porn, especially back then when I was younger. But it was not good. It's not. A, it's not like peanut butter and chocolate. It does not combine well. Zombies and porn. Zombies it is and chocolate.
0: Ridiculously. No. Zombies and peanut butter. Repulsive.
1: It is not boner inducing at all. It's boner wilting.
0: Well, I think the concept of their lovers and sexy zombies and lovers didn't really. Wasn't supposed to be going into the porn territory. I know, but I it was just more to be that. like, like okay, when so zombies became sexy, and and you know who loves zombies. I,
2: I have one question because I don't want to search this on an, on the internet at all. <laughs> so were the zombies screwing other zombies, or was it regular humans screwing zombies? I only saw a couple, but I think there was some combos. There's some zombies fucking zombies, and
1: then like a zombie fucking a human. Okay, and Did none of know. it. Was arousing. <laughs> it was all gross and just silly. And what? Ridiculous.
0: No, no. Other than the act itself, what was that? Was, what was that was gross about it?
2: Because it's a fucking zombie.
1: Like most people want to see semi-attractive people, right. not undead rotting corpses
2: with like their right. liver hanging out. Fucking right. You know? So at what point? It's not appealing. Click, did you did you press play on the DVD? Because maybe it wasn't click on. Yeah, the... It was definitely DVD. Yeah. Well, what yeah, did you right. think
0: you were gonna see?
1: Right. I didn't know. I thought maybe I'd have some new kink. You didn't about, think it would be hey, something... Be I mean,
0: obviously it's designed you know, for humor.
1: I knew uh, it would not be hot. I knew... I just had to see it as a curiosity. Like, I gotta watch this. Yeah. Okay. I should make zombie porn. And I watched the whole thing. <laughs> gotta watch but it. it. it wasn't a good porno as far as... So it's just... yeah. I could just use a... it in my work. But I could... As a curiosity of as media... Work. Uh, yeah, read between the lines, man. Um, that's what pornos for. That's all pornos made for. Your is for work. your work
0: at Burgerville. <laughs> so to you use. have it's the sauce you give to them on the burgers. Is what you're saying? Oh no! Please, I
1: hope no. not. Oh,
0: no, no, no. Yeah. I he hope said not. it was with his work. I don't know what to infer from what he's. talking That's about. against
1: the health department.
0: So health code in so many ways. S- like slicing zombies and putting them on a patty, and
1: that would be dirty. worse.
0: Yeah. Right. So let's talk about you know zombies and the people who love them. So, what what makes zombies such a huge fascination for you, Greg? I mean, I have like a cursory interest in the horror stuff, but most of it's just silly. I watch it for just escape, for amusement. But there's really like no obsession for me associated with zombies. Why do you have some obsession with this?
1: I think it was that initial the thing Romero started, which people have continued. By the way, a lot of zombie movies do. End I'm up saying
0: your particular obsession
1: and i was explaining that
0: <laughs> oh i didn't know why you were bringing up romero so because of other people where it started
1: that's where it all started
0: okay but, maybe explain it a little more explicitly but
1: it's not just romero like romero really started something here people pick up on this most zombie movies a lot of monster movies they kill the monster at the end that's kind of half 50 50 you never know They they might win and survive at the end but Romero's were always very pessimistic humans always die and it's always because they're stupid and more than just how scary zombies are to me, the idea of being eaten alive, or like zombies rip my guts out. It was like this recognition that like, he's talking about something bigger than this, is that like humans are dumb. And I, I've always liked like dark European art films because those movies do, like most American films are pretty happy and everyone's kind of nice, but I don't think the world's like that. So I think it reflected my worldview more than your average movie that was shown at the mall theater. For some reason, zombie movies could infiltrate your average cineplex where they were showing Empire Strikes Back or whatever mainstream movie was showing. But it had this really like dark existential view of humanity that you couldn't really get from most mainstream, definitely not from TV, but even like most movies wouldn't show that. And unless you watch like art films from France or something or... uh, Sweden. Well, I mean, it's but,
0: basically showing cannibalism on. Yeah,
1: Then that's terrifying. Just so, uh, so body. the question
0: is, though, is what has created the obsession with you? Though, why is it? Be why? Fine, you had some interest in the beginning because existential, blah blah blah. But what has no, made you maintain the obsession through the years to to the grizzled nature of your of yourself now?
1: <laughs> if <laughs> that you're can only still video obsessed
0: by, I was with a video zombies, still
1: grizzled I look. <laughs> in my in the camera but because it's the same thing it's still a fascinating thing it still fascinates me like this is all the things we talked about in the show what people talk about like politics everything is reflected in those movies class war dawn of the dead's all about consumer culture land of the dead when okay. it kind of came back that is totally about one percent versus everyone else even in a zombie world the rich are trying to stay rich and fuck over the poor. There's just somehow you can sneak all these social messages into zombie films. It's, it's become a thing. I think as Romero started that it's almost seen as like part of zombie movies is this is a reflection of our culture and society. And it's a sneaky way to talk about things. So if it's the getting, same
0: thing in every zombie movie, why you maintain the obsession?
1: It's not always the same. Like you said, there's different, different zombie movies that have different mythologies, different uh, agendas. But still, a lot of zombies... So you accept the change.
0: That. So you accept the change.
1: I sometimes love some of them, even okay. though I prefer the classic zombie tropes that I love. Mm. Whenever I see those... Like the new Dawn of the Dead that came out, the remake, I was so worried about that, because just because they were fast-moving. I was like, oh, he doesn't respect zombie culture <laughs> or whatever. Zombie res- I ended up loving it even more than the first one. I know it sounds like heresy, I think I went, no,
0: no. It w- you wouldn't sound like heresy to us, that. Greg. It might sound to heresy. <laughs> yeah, to, to other zombie, zombie, nerd. zombie, twits, zombie nerds, zombie twits. But yeah. So, yeah, yeah,
2: so when did the new one? You're saying there was a new? It was like
0: 2007 or something. Yeah, like
2: Bing Rhames was in it, and.
1: Uh, huh. and I, it's, it starts off it. with uh, the song really
0: "The Man Comes Around" from Johnny Cash. It was like a really good opening song. I really enjoy the opening of
1: it. Oh, that opening scene's amazing! Yeah, I'm gonna fun. have to look it up and watch it, Brendan. At the yeah, it's least, not the bad actually. Minutes,
0: it, it was probably one of the first movie zombie movies where I went, "Oh, I kind of like this."
1: <laughs> if Brendan, Brendan, if you watch the first ten minutes of that movie, you will. It's some of the best first ten minutes of a movie
2: ever made. <laughs> like, where holy I, I'm fucking shit! Yeah, I'm definitely checking out. So, so I, I don't know that I'm certainly not a zombieologist but you know i'm i'm a fan of the genre so why i think that for me you know anytime i watch a movie generally speaking i kind of and i think most people do you sort of project yourself into the movie you know you're like what would i do in that situation so so i think that is is common with any movie but with zombie movies or apocalypse movies it's it's really an interesting thing because you suddenly are up against something that's not like anything that you could experience in real life and never probably will, God willing. So you, it calls into all sorts of questions about what would I do? And Oh, that guy just decided to make that decision. And that guy's being a Shane and that guy's being a Rick. And I think those movies make you think a lot about some basic human nature that in a, in a, in a really visceral way, that a lot of other genres of movies don't, in my opinion. When you watch The Walking Dead, so we talked a lot about that. You go, how would I react to that? The guy, oh, I forget, Daryl's brother or whatever he was, up on the roof and that whole scene. You're like, God, do I leave him there? How horrible is that? Do I not? Do I do? You know, so there's a lot of there's a lot of philosophical conflict that gets brought to the forefront in a very gritty way in those movies that you don't experience in a lot of other
0: movies. I totally get what Brendan said, what you are talking about in terms of uh, putting yourself into it, and I think you're right. It does um, really delve deeply into the psyche as opposed to like other horror movies or horror shows, I suppose, because typically there's a fight or flight activity going on in all of those where there can be a finite end and like what Greg was talking about where with zombies the fight never ends. And there's only so much flight you can do, too. Is it's always like getting to some point of sanctuary, but there's always going to be that tenseness there. There's, you're never safe. You know, like you think in the slasher movies, if you finally kill the slasher guy, then you think you're safe, unless it's, I guess, Mike Myers or... You know, or if much you much leave
1: Kent Crystal Lake and go to Florida. You don't have to worry about Jason anymore.
0: Right. Yeah, whereas with the zombies... There's people everywhere, and as a matter of fact, even if you go to some deserted island, there's still the possibility of them floating up on the beach and then, you know, coming after you on the beach, all bloated and watery, and with their eyes bugging out or hanging out of their skulls, or whatever happens if you're in the
1: water. In Land of the long. Dead, the zombies actually figure out that they can walk underwater because they don't need to, need to breathe. These oh, yeah, it's uh, that's
0: when they went to that one structure, I can't remember where.
1: Yeah, they, they realize were... we don't need to breathe. We can do this.
0: Yeah, because they're already dead. Yeah. You know, the thing is like how can they work against the water though, pushing them away? They they slowly have to to... walk through. It'll take a while. I suppose. You know, okay, sorry, I was I was doing the my... current can take you away.
1: That's true, that could happen.
0: But yeah, I think I think that's the probably the premier attraction to the zombie genre is because anybody can consider that that's a circumstance where they could uh, try and survive through and how. So I think you get more involved because of that, as opposed to say like Frankenstein, where that's a lot less likely where you'll have some walking monster around where you could probably take him out with a shovel if you felt like it, or tie twine around his feet and then he's down. Yeah. Just just... don't
1: go to Eastern Europe and you'll never see Frankenstein.
0: Right. Or, and for the most part, or Dracula really for that matter. Yeah. Don't go
2: to Transylvania.
1: Yeah. Well, London right, or London. right.
2: Or, or, or in the slasher movies, it's the five teenage girls and guys who are having a slumber party, and you just, you can't feel a connection to it across the broader spectrum of the population. Whereas with something with like a zombie movie, you could be a, you know, like one of us, you could be a 50-year-old guy and go, well, fuck, I'm not going to kick anybody's ass like that young kid. What the hell would I do? Bring to the table. Maybe I'd be the wise advisor. Maybe I'm good mechanically, so I could fix the truck like the guy in The Walking Dead, or whatever it might be. You know. So you, or if you're the young guy, you're like, yeah, I'd be the guy that was good with guns. And then if you're the young guy, you're like, I'm not good with guns, but I can run really fast and I'm smart, so I'd be, you know, I'd be that guy. And so you can kind of, you know, find yourself in 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 a character and all those kinds of things. Whether you're a woman or a man, old, young. You, you try to go, okay, well, you know, what would I do? Like well, my, Holly and I, my wife, we've talked about if the zombie apocalypse, you know, if there was a zombie apocalypse, who of our friends would we want on our team? And we go through, like, the people we know and go, you know, Jason's got a lot of guns, and he's really good with that shit. So, okay, Jason's in, you know. Uh, See, you are a zombieologist, just so you know, Brendan. You are yeah, a practicing I'm just, a zombieologist. I'm just a hobbyist. I, I didn't yeah. study officially. Yeah. He's just you doing, know, like, he's a freshman. <laughs> right. Or you've got the guy that's just really handy and can build shit. He's like the MacGyver guy that, you know, is like, I don't know the thing about air conditioning, but let me see. Oh, there you go. It's fixed. And you're like, okay, you're on the team. And, you know, you sort of like go through that whole process. And you can do that with a zombie movie. With a slasher movie or a giant monster, you're just like, who can run fast and hide best? Well, I want to ask
0: (laughs) one final question before we kind of wrap up this thing and we get into like uh, money and pizza stuff. Um, Yes. Which is, who are you in the zombie show? What character are you, what value do you actually, as a real person, what value would you bring to a group of people trying to survive a zombie apocalypse? I already know I'm bait, so I don't know about you guys. (laughs) I'm basically the one who falls down so the other people can get away. So (laughs) I'm like, oh, damn it, I'm just too slow.
1: We'll just like them. in zombie land.
0: So I'll just have like parts of me that I can feed to the zombies, like take off an arm, and a toe or two, throw this, they can chop on it. Anyway, but that's basically what I see my fight. Cause I have no real life value really other than yammering and talking to people and annoying them. So
1: you could make the PR right. against people not believing in the zombies. You'd be like, <laughs> you guys are wrong. There's proof here. I'm gonna I do could, I could find
0: the right radio frequency <laughs> to explode the zombies heads maybe. I mean, that's what could be done. <laughs> you couldn't do that. Tune that, you know, figure you that one out. You're just a college
1: DJ, man. You don't have that kind of skill. Just cuz you were a had a college radio <laughs> I could, DJ. Show. I know
0: I still know how to read books. I could find books. Yeah. Books some anyway, but that's basically like the extent yeah. of my prowess in zombie I'd be one of the first ones roaming around the streets but really. Matt, what to about the people. fact
1: that you're just an ethical man where I could trust you? Where like, yeah, Matt's not gonna like really he can't if I get bit or whatever, a wound, he can't he's not a nurse or a doctor or whatever. But this guy cares about other people and he's not gonna be like, Oh, it's me or, it's me and versus everyone else.
2: Well, I think um, I would probably try to
0: look at things more pragmatically and see and try and take a look at whether ideas are insane or not and what to do and and, and tr- how to know too. whether you can trust Yeah, you're a very
1: logical until, guy. Until, you know,
0: I got overrun by the zombies and I'd be the guy, you know. Saying,
1: but also, I'd, I'd like a lot of people like you around me, even if you have great skills, it's just like... Yeah, this is someone who has proven himself not to be just because I'm your friend.
0: Yeah, and I'll be the one that the psycho kills first because I'm not agreeing with his point of view. That
1: could happen, yeah. But you'd (laughs) be fighting the psycho. See, you wouldn't be on the side of the psycho. That's right there. That's a benefit for having you.
0: Continues to happen. You'd be
1: arguing with him. Still
0: happens on Facebook. All right, so who would you be, Greg?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm definitely like you, I have no skills. I could organize the comic collection in the apocalypse, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Guys, we've got comics. So I'm all there. I'll put them in bags and boards and I'll have them really well alphabetized. But I'd like to think that, yeah, like I, I'm probably not going to be like, oh, I could live by betraying everyone. I was, you know, like, but then again, who knows? Maybe I would be. I'm so scared of zombies. Maybe I would be that craven asshole. I did want to say real quick, I actually judge people that way. Like you all probably had jobs with people who were just like sociopaths who were just like, I'm not going to, I'm going to just dick around and everyone else is going to work twice as hard as me. And I really don't care, which I can't, I still can't understand those people that I work with, where it's like, are you serious? You don't feel bad about this, that you're standing there while everyone's working twice as hard because you're slacking off. I always think like, they're the guy in the zombie movie. There's always that one asshole you know what i'm talking about yes the one who like is so scared that he locks everyone else out because he's like i'm sorry i don't want to open the door open the door we, we still have time no i'm too scared <laughs> like he's that asshole that's who. that's who you work
0: with those are the people you work
1: with greg some people i really think in that world they obviously would be because they obviously don't give have no empathy for they're total narcissists who don't care about anyone else except themselves and it's no biggie now now it just means oh, I. Every shift, I gotta work harder because this asshole. But I, in that I get world, the picture that you'd be trying to pronounced. get the
0: zombies drunk. You'd be like feeding the zombies booze. Oh, if it worked, yeah, I'd be <laughs> like,
1: drink <laughs> with me, zombies. <laughs> have a good time. Why, Let's have a why talk. Let's
0: have fun. Let's do karaoke. Arr. Arr. I'll teach him karaoke. There you go. Get him to sing. All right. I'm how about sure you, Brendan?
1: Allison Shames. Yeah, right. they, they probably have the vocal ability.
2: Um, you know, I think any of us who are, you know, uh, over the age of probably 45 it's not going to last much past season three uh just because, <laughs> yeah it's just not going i i i feel like the you know i could be kind of the a, a, a project manager i think i'm pretty good at assessing people's skills and making decisions about who's on the team and who isn't um and i'd be willing to make those decisions where somebody might be too soft and go hey eh, that guy doesn't really contribute that much. Um, So I think that would be my role until we got overrun and I couldn't run very fast and I just got eaten. And then everybody would be sad and they're like, what are we going to do without Brendan? And then somebody go, you know, he was a middle manager. He didn't really contribute that much.
1: (laughs) He really didn't contribute much.
0: All right. So we've got our roles. All of us would not survive if there was a zombie apocalypse. You know, I'm glad we can be.
1: um... No, slow moving zombies. I think all of us could do okay. Because we're all we're like basically it. logical people. We're not like, we don't fly, we're don't. we not hotheads. We don't fly off the handle and be like, ah. I think ah.
0: I would want to go to like a smelting factory to hang out, so if the zombies came, I could just put them all in the metal. The molten metal, just, just like, have like music set up so that they would all like go into the metal and like just... The zombies uh, don't follow music.
1: great. What? They don't care about music. Zombies sure they don't do. follow music. They might. That,
2: that, 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 that's, that's why I would be very careful about selecting my team and, and, and building my team because <laughs> I would know that at the end I depended upon them more than they depended upon me. So,
0: I've always found the way to get rid of the zombie in my mind, the way to get rid of the zombies is you just start corralling them into things that utterly destroy them. Sulfuric acid, maybe like send them all to freaking Yellowstone where they can all go into the sulfuric acid pools and just disintegrate. You know um, but like there's got to be a way to corral them because they're stupid right so there must be a way to make that happen and you know there's a couple of episodes of Walking Dead where some people figured out how to do it to get them into semi trucks using sounds or loud noises or what have you to get them distracted so they head in that direction or you could use bait of some kind anyway
1: there's also also the idea that I never I totally thought would work zombies are basically like insects their brain so if you were on a canyon that wasn't that wide you could just have guys stand on one side of the canyon and all the zombies would just slowly keep dropping over the canyon. They, they would not stop. That's what zombies, part of the scary thing is they will not stop. But they're also dumb as fucking insects. They would seriously just keep falling over that canyon. A zombie yeah. wouldn't say, hey, we got to stop doing this. But, you know,
0: canyons have openings, and they could get out of the canyon. No, but they'd
1: be pretty injured, so they could crawl out of it. Yeah, they'd be pretty harmless after that. Well, maybe. Maybe If they they fell down a canyon. (laughs) No, I know, but all their legs would be broken. Zombies still have the thing of, like, if you chop their leg off or break their leg, they still have to crawl around, but they will never die.
0: Yeah, but then you'd have this big mound of zombies and eventually yeah. they'd just be landing on top of each other. Yeah. Walking it. down and then they wouldn't but yeah, there's there's gotta be ways to be able to do that. I mean they found ways to control it in the show. They just didn't take it to full zombie crushing and utter destruction mode. They didn't think big enough. Yeah. Uh, so that would be like I think my another role of mine is like how can we destroy them all in the most efficient way, um, so that they're in little tiny bits. And they can't come after you at all.
1: Well, this is another nerdy thing I have because I'm such a zombie nerd. When I watched season three, or I think three, of Walking Dead, when they were in the prison safely for a year, there should have been duty every day, eight-hour shifts. You You stand at a fence with a pole and poke every zombie's brain through their eye socket, kill as many zombies as you can. Just keep killing them every day. It's like a job hey, you got your eight-hour shift. You're gonna stand at the fence, because the zombies are all there, and just kill as many as you can. You would've killed, decimated all the zombies in that area eventually. After a year, you would've decimated a lot of zombies, because they might've turned into a herd eventually, which they did, and then they overran the prison. But like they were lazy. They were like, ah, we're all safe here. Let's just be content. It's like, no, every day you should be out there killing as many zombies, depleting their numbers, And you could have killed millions of them every day, just poke.
0: Well, the problem with that is you have a lot of decomposing corpses around you. Yeah, but they're already
1: decomposing. I know, but
0: it's worse then because that's when the insects come to play. Actually, that would be better for the zombie shows. They should have more insects burrowing in and out of them. For detail purposes, anyway. Yeah. Let's let's just wrap this sucker up and get into uh, how much money have we got for the pizza fund. And yes. uh, right now we're at two dollars and twenty five cents. Two twenty five. Is that also from I France? Don't, I don't know where it's from.
2: I, I saw I saw online at least down here in Florida, we can get a Pizza Hut two topping pizza for nine ninety nine.
1: I think <laughs> we get cheaper than that here. I think sometimes Domino's has like a six dollar
0: they have a 599 deal if you order a couple of things. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but we've gotten 274 total plays, estimated audience of 25. So, thank you 25 people of which 3 of them are here and we've probably listened to them in different platforms. So, are we do we feel that we've given our client uh, due time, sexy zombies and their lovers? If we? Uh, I don't.
2: I could talk about
1: this for 10 hours.
2: Oh, God. And I would die, I think.
1: I know. To, I don't expect zombies, you. I, I'm, I'm just saying. 10
2: hours. I, I, feel, I feel we've covered the client in terms of the client situation and, and, and how we should proceed. I, I, I think that <laughs> I proceed. I think that the zombies genre... Is going to morph and change, you know. I, I think we've pretty much run the course of zombies because we just beat it to death with Walking Dead. Yeah. But I think apocalyptic movies with some crazy threat that you can't just solve easily is always going to be a part of our culture.
0: So how does that lead us into uh, our next client? So for actually next week, next week everybody, there will be no, it's mummies. There's no podcast. Client. There'll be no podcast next week because I'm going to be in a national park somewhere and probably have no internet access more than likely. So we'll be taking a week off from this particular podcast from the law offices of quibble, squabble, and bicker. Um, but we should be thinking about what maybe we could do the next podcast is like the trip to the national parks. I could bring up those. If you guys have ever been in national parks, we could bring those up. How's Never, that I've been to
2: Several national parks.
0: Okay. Well, we can talk about Greg's lack of having gone to any place significant. Um, Are you
2: not a a camper, Greg?
1: No, not
2: at
0: all. No, he's he's more of an RV than a camper. Camping's
1: not comfortable. Why would I want to be uncomfortable? That's ridiculous.
0: Well, no, Greg doesn't drive, so he doesn't really get out of any place. That's no, beyond, I've been able to beyond camp. bus, <laughs> beyond bus. Uh, I camp like, at like okay, a kind
1: of rough. So, so, camp. so let me just well, say I'm not doing back. no
0: camping. I don't do no camping. Yeah, yeah. I'll be in like comfortable locales. Yeah. I will be driving to places from those comfortable locales.
2: All right. Well, going <laughs> uh, going going back to our theme here, I camp. I still camp. I pitch tents. I've done in the middle of the night. I don't know if I can have you guys on the team. If you can't sleep in a tent or you can't pitch a tent at night, that's a problem for Well, me. I
1: snore too, so nobody gives oh, a, a shit me about
2: a snoring. I snore as well.
0: Snoring okay. brings the zombies.
2: Yeah, it will.
1: Sound.
0: Yes, they'll know it's human. It's the call of the wild human. <laughs>
1: And menstrual blood. If a woman is menstruating, camping while well, there's during a zombie apocalypse, it draws them nearer. Okay, uh, I didn't. Know oh wait, that's that. bears. I'm sorry, I'm confused. <laughs> so bears, about? zombies. I get confused.
0: This has been the law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker Computer Telecast, where any advice has been designed purely for amusement and deep sea diving. Please take a candy on your way out, pet the lion tamer, and subscribe to this computer telecast if you know it's good for you. The law offices of quibble, squabble, and bicker deny all culpability in today's events and are not to be confused with real law offices that have a secretary and books and stuff. Thank you all. Have a good day.